the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called being imitators of Christ. Jesus Christ, our elder brother, is the person God the Father wants all of us, his children, to imitate. That's why the Bible calls Jesus the firstborn of many brothers. By design, the firstborn are supposed to lead the way so that all the other brothers that follow can know the right way to do things. Jesus is the one who's supposed to show all the other brethren how to represent the Father and live the God kind of life correctly. Because without him, we won't know how to correctly represent the Father. The same way that Jesus represented the Father is the same way that we're supposed to represent him too. We're supposed to be imitators of our Father, and Jesus will show us how to. So let's learn some of the things that we can do so we can successfully be the imitators of Christ like God the Father wants us to do. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called being imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. How y'all doing today? So am I. Same Lord, same faith, same results. Praise God. If you got your Bible with you, I invite you to turn to Ephesians chapter 5 and get ready for a word that's going to be all the way live. That's going to aid you and assist you in moving forward into all that God has in store for you. That's if you got an ear to hear what the Lord's going to say to you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're going to continue the teaching that we started just a little while back. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. Being Imitators of Christ. That's God's desire for me and you. He wants us to be imitators of him as we move forward into this fullness of this life that he has in store for me and you. Living a life that he gives to me and you. Living it the way he wants us to. Praise God. We're going to learn a little bit about this. And I bet you it's going to have a blessing, a blessed effect in your life in Jesus' name. That's if you got any to hear what the Lord has to say. So please, come on here, here, what God's got to say. Ephesians chapter 5. This is the foundational text of the teaching. We're going to, of course, start reading at verse 1. Praise God. It reads, Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also have loved us, and have given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be once named among you as become of saints. Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. For this ye know, that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man, who is an idolater, have any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no man deceive you with vain, fruitless, worthless, empty words. That's what the word vain means. For because of these things cometh the wrath of God unto the children of disobedience. Be not ye, therefore, partakers with them. Pause button on. Which means you could be a partaker of them. 
Even you, born-again Christian, can be a partaker with them. Paul's button off. Be not ye, therefore, partakers with them. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reproving them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever do, doth make manifest is light. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools. Of course, we already know what a fool is by definition. Biblical definition of a fool is anyone who says that there is no God or conducts themselves like there is no God. God's talking to his family right now. He's saying, don't be like no fool and not operate as wise. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. See, it's, what, it's, it's wise for us to redeem the time. That word redeem means to buy it back. Praise God. Make some use of it. Praise God. And, of course, we already know these days are evil. Well, some of us do. We already know that these days are evil. Praise God. That when we look around, we see evil all around. Praise God. We see it uptown, downtown, all around town. North side, east side, west side, south side, your side, my side. It's all over the place. Praise God. It's evil all over the place. Look on TV. See evil. Praise God. Hallelujah. Look everywhere. You see evil. But that's all right. God got an answer for all that evil. It's called us. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Because we are the children of light that's going to walk out and carry that light and walk in the light as he wants us to do. And as we walk in the light, it'll spread the darkness and get it far away from me and you. To the point that all the darkness will part and we'll be able to move forward into what God has in store for me and you. Living out the life that he has in store for me and you. Although to our left hand and to our right hand, stupid stuff is going to be going on all over town. But with us, that stuff ain't going to be going down. Because we're going to walk this thing out like we're supposed to as imitators of Christ like God intended for me and you. We're not going to be like fools and walk like everybody else do. Try to live like the world, act like the world, look like the world, lay and play with the world. No, we don't do that. We say nay to the world. We willing to live this thing out like God want us to so that we can walk in the fullness of what he has in store for me and you. Now see, a lot of us don't just want the fullness of what God has in store for me and you, but that comes to a particular person and that person is me and you who walk out this thing like God want us to. That's why we're going to walk it out just like Jesus want us to walk it out and be able to step into what God has in store for us, being about what he want us to be about. He told us in verse 1, he says, Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. I like that, that we're doing this as dear children, beloved children. This is not something that we got to do. This ain't something that we're being made to do. God ain't getting behind you and twisting your arm and making you say that you're going to do. No, this is something that we are glad to do, want to do, because we are beloved children, huios, close children. That's who we are. Praise God. And as close children, we're obedient children. And we're willing to, <clears throat> I said, as close children, we're obedient children. Praise God. And we're going to do what God wants us to do and let this thing out like he's got planned for me and you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And be followers of him. We already found out that that word follower means an imitator. That we're going to imitate Christ. An imitator, of course, is a person who does what somebody else, they see somebody else do or say what they hear somebody else say. That's what we're going to do. We're going to imitate God as dear children. He's our father. Let's imitate him. 
doing what he wants us to do, acting and conducting ourselves like he wants us to do, behaving like he wants us to do. And we do it in action, not just in word, but in, but in action too. Praise God. We don't just talk it, we walk it. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Being an imitator of God. We found out one of the words that that word imitator translates is mimic. We are a mimic of God, which means we carry his mannerisms also. Praise God and walk like God wants us to walk and live this life like he wants us to live. Now, we found out that we had a problem with that because no man has seen God at any time. But that's why he sent Jesus Christ so that we could behold his glory, that of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So he could reveal us to us who the Father is, not just in word, but in actions too. So that by watching Jesus, learning about Jesus, we can be able to learn who it is that we're supposed to be too, as we imitate God like he did. Jesus said, I ain't saying nothing other than what I heard my father say. And what my father says, I don't do anything other than what I see my father do. So all we got to do is do what he did, and then we're going to do what the father do, because he's an example for me and you. That's what we found out. We found out he's the firstborn of many brethren. I don't know which born you are, but we wanted to born, praise God, because we've been born again. Ha! And because we've been born again, we, we get a chance to be able to have a new life begin. And that new life is to live it out the way he wants us to do. Not just be Christians, but keep living like the world do, but be Christians and live like God wants us to do. Is anybody hearing me up in here? We found out that that's always what God's plan was for me and you. That's what we talked about last time. If you wasn't here, make sure you get to see or tape. We found out it always was God's plan for me and you to be imitators of him. That we're supposed to carry this image on us and be able to conduct ourselves like he wants us to do. We found out that's what he did with the original man. He created that original man in his image and after his likeness. We found out that that word image means resemblance, which means he looked like God. But we found out that word likeness is talking about mode or mannerisms, which means he acts like God. Which means we ain't supposed to just look like God, we're supposed to act like God. That they ain't just supposed to see us and know that, that, that we're of God, but they're only supposed to watch us conduct ourselves and know that we're of God. That's one of the reasons why so much of this jacked up teaching is coming into the church nowadays telling you it don't matter what you do. The devil is a liar. It does matter what you do because God wants you to live a particular life and walk this thing out like he wants you to so that you can be able to do in your life what it is that he plans for you. But we found out the only way you're going to do that is keeping your eye on Jesus because he's the author and finisher of your faith. Now, man failed before. Hallelujah. And so man began to lose the image of God and begin to look less and less like God, act less and less like God. Until by the time you make it to Malachi, even a priest was doing the opposite of everything that God do. Praise God, but God, thank God God loved him. Praise God. And he said, because I am the Lord thy God and I change not, that's the reason why you ain't consumed. Because I would have told your tail off a long time ago. But I was loved. Praise God. God is love. Everybody said, thank God that he loved. Praise God. He kept loving us anyway. And he sent us a savior named Jesus Christ. Jesus Christo. Praise God. Opened the door for me and you to be able to live this life out like he wanted us to do. Reconnected us to the father by going to the cross for me and you. Dying. Living his life for me and you. Took upon our death. Praise God, because that death he died was supposed to be me and you. Because we were the ones which had sinned. He was sinless, and he did what he was supposed to do. But he came as a propitiation, $75 word for substitute. Praise God, it's a theological term for substitute. He came as a propitiation for me and you, and substituted himself for me and you. He went to the cross and paid the penalty of death for me and you, so he could set us free to be able to live the life that he wants us to. Jesus said, I am come that you might have life. And that you might have it more abundantly. Now, we want to run toward to the abundance, but God said, well, let's, let's go back and talk about this life. That word life in the Greek is the word zoe, which is Z-O-E with two little dots over the top, like a snake bit it or something. Praise God. And that is the God kind of life. 
That's the life that God wants us to live. The God kind of life. Not the life of the fallen Adam, but the one of the risen Adam. The one that rose, that's Jesus, by the way. The one that rose from the dead. That's the one we're supposed to live. And we're supposed to order our lives according to the life that he does give. Well, that's his intention for me and you. That's his plan for me and you. In fact, from, from, from the time that you get born again, we found out last time that you're predestined to be conformed into the image of Christ. That that's the jet destination that God has in store for each and every one of us. That's the manifestation that he intends for each and every one of us. That every one of us are conformed into the image of Christ. You are a masterpiece created by the living God. But unfortunately, there's stuff all over you that God wants to get off of you so that you can be able to move forward and live the life that he intends for you. He wants to get stuff out of you, out of your mind, out of your thinking, out of your heart. Praise God that's, not, that's causing you to not part with the lifestyle that you used to live so that you can step into the life that only he can give. But God said, I'm going to work with you. Philippians chapter 1 verse 6 tells us that he that has begun a good work in us, come on VBBS, is faithful to perform it, even unto the day of Jesus Christ. That word perform means completed, which means whatever he started in you, baby, he going to finish it, no matter what you do. Praise God. That's good news. Praise God. Hallelujah. To be conformed into the image of Christ. Now that's his plan for me and you. Now let's talk today about what your plan is to do. Now since our being imitators of God has always been God's plan for man, then being imitators of God ought to be our plan for ourselves too. Now that's his plan for man is that we be imitators of him. But now what's our plan for us? Is it to be imitators too? Because many times our plan don't match his plan. That's why our ways don't match his ways. Our plans don't match his plans. God said, now I need your plans to start matching my plans. Because my plan is for you to be conformed into the image of my son. Now it's time for us to be conformed into the image of his son. See, we ought to purpose within ourselves to be imitators of God like he wants us to do. This is what we ought to purpose within ourselves, each and every one of us. I'm talking about me as well as you. We ought to purpose within ourselves to say, Daddy, if that's what you want me to do, then that's what I'm going to do. If that's the plan that you got for me, then that's the reason why you set me free. Then, baby, that's who I'm going to be. I'm going to live this thing out just like you want me to be. We ought to purpose in ourselves that our lives will represent and demonstrate everything that he wants our lives to be able to represent and demonstrate. That they will represent and demonstrate everything that he wants it to represent and demonstrate. That our life won't represent nothing that he don't want it to represent. And our lives will represent everything he wants it to represent. Thank you for that one. Yes, praise God back there in the back. Our lives will demonstrate everything that it is that talks about a God that's great. And, 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 and we ain't going to demonstrate nothing that demonstrates that we used to be with that old fool called Satan. Praise God. We're going to start living this thing out like he wants us to do. And quit lying on ourselves and say, well, that's just who I am. No, it ain't. Because you've been created and recreated in the image and likeness of God. Now it's time to find out who you really are so that you can be able to live out who you really are and find out that that's going to take you far. Because baby, when you start walking as the children of light, start walking in that boat day and night, then the darkness is going to part, all the hindrances are going to go away, and you're going to walk in the fullness of what God has to say. But if you continue to walk in darkness, then darkness is going to hinder you and allow, allow you to step into the fullness of what God has in store for you. Now, I don't know about you. God can only speak for myself. I don't know about you. I can't speak for nobody else. But I'm going to walk out the fullness of what God has in store for me. If he died that I can have it, I'm going to have it. If he died that I can be it, I'm going to be it. If he died so that I can be able to live it out, then baby, I'm about to live it out. Praise God. I don't know about you. I ain't going to be satisfied until I step into the fullness of what he has in store for me. And I find out the way to do it is to walk like he wants us to do. And that's as children of light. Quit acting like darkness. Quit acting like the children of wrath. And begin to start doing what he wants us to do. 
Come on, let's go back to the foundational text, Ephesians chapter 5. Let's break it on down. Somebody say, break it on down. You know I'm going to do it. Praise God. Now, this right here is what we're about to read. This passage, once again, is an admonition and an invitation that's given to all saints after being born again. I said after being born again to be imitators of God and live out our lives like Jesus did. It's an invitation and an admonition. God is admonishing in you, saying, come on, baby, come on, let this thing out like I want you to do. He's inviting you. He ain't dragging you, inviting you. He's saying, I'm giving you an invitation. Come on, you've had them before. Invitations to parties. People say, come on by. Hallelujah. B-Y-O-B. That's bread. It ain't bottled no more. Praise God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> amen. Praise God. <laughs> I still ain't hearing enough amen stuff. Praise God. Amen. Okay, that's enough for now. Praise God. I'll I teach the rest of it off you. Praise God. God's inviting us to a party, but it's up to you to RSVP. It's up to you to make decision where you're going to be. Because you can either go to the party, hey, party over here. Or you can stay right there. But right there is despair. God said, come on up in here. And come on, step into the life that I have in store for you. But in order to do that, you got to be followers of, 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 of God. He said, be therefore followers of God. We already found out that word followers means imitators. It's imitators. See, the way we become imitators of God is to be an imitator of Jesus. That's how we become an imitator of God, to be an imitator of Jesus. Who said nothing other than what his father said. Which means stuff didn't come out of his mouth that didn't come out of the father's mouth. So if it didn't come out the father's mouth, didn't come out of his mouth, it don't come out of our mouth. Even when we in traffic on San Antonio, praise God, amen. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say help me Jesus. Amen. Even when we in San, in San Antonio traffic, are you listening to me? We don't let nothing come out of our mouths other than what would come out of his mouth. It's called blessings. Not cursings. And, and Jesus also did nothing other than what it is that he saw his father do. He didn't do nothing other than what he saw his father. So if he didn't see his father do it, he didn't do it. Now when the father lifts up his hand to bless somebody, he brings up all five fingers. You're feeling me, right? You're feeling me, right? He, he said, be followers of God, especially in San Antonio traffic. Be followers of God as dear children. Now, the word as is talking about this is the way that it should be done. And the way that it should be done is dear children. That word dear children right there means beloved children. That's who we are. We are beloved children. We are ones that are loved by God. And because he's loved himself, loved, loved, loved us like he do, and lavished his love all over me and you, there ought to be some kind of response that happened. There ought to be something that happened. There ought to every once in a while seem like we ought to want to do something he want us to do. Act like beloved children, not as rebellious children. Because see, we could be we could be all kind of kids. I know, I know, I know. We could be all kind of kids. We could be good kids. We could be bad kids. Don't get quiet. I ain't talking about you. We could we, we or we could be good kids who do what our father wants us to do, or we can be rebellious kids. I'm gonna do what I want to do. Well, go ahead, do what you want to do with your bad self. It's your decision. You got the right, the privilege, and, and to do everything God wants you to do. Choose what you want to do. But we're going to walk the way God wants us to do. He told us in verse 2 how to do it. He told, excuse me, what else we should do? He said, be therefore followers of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ also have loved us. And walk in love as Christ has loved us. 
See, a lot of us want to run to try to walk in love like Christ loved us. But we ain't imitators of him as dear children yet. That's why it's an and in between there. And is a conjunction. Conjunction, junction, what's your function? Hooking up phrases and clauses and stuff and making it run right. But it, the one thing that comes after can't come until the one that comes before. And that's what a lot of people have problems with, trying to do what God said do. They're trying to walk in love without being imitators of God first. got to become an imitator of God first because that person easily walks in love like God wants them to do. Because once you begin to imitate God like God wants you to do, you will walk in love like God wants you to do. There's going to be no struggle. It's going to be just what you do. Are you listening to me? It's going to be your nature. Dogs barks, cats meow, monkeys monkey around, and flies fly and bugs bug. Is anybody hearing me up in here? But you just going to walk in love because that's just who you are as an imitator of God. And walk in love as Christ also have loved us. Now that word walk right there means to tread all around. It means to tread all around. I like that. Which means everywhere you go, this is the way you're supposed to do this. Everywhere you go, you're supposed to live like this. That's good news because for a lot of saints, none of y'all, but for a lot of saints, they live one way on here on Sunday, but then they live a whole nother way on Monday. My God, I ain't talking about you. So come on, say amen. A lot of folk, a lot of folk live one thing up in the house of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. But then when they leave the house of God, praising God ain't what they do. Once again, I'm so glad I'm not talking about you. A lot of folks live up in hell one way, praise God. Somebody bump into them, oh, excuse me, pardon me. Oh, no, no, excuse me. No, pardon me. And then as soon as we go outside and run into somebody, what, 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 what? Y'all don't want to walk with me today, do you? Praise God. Hallelujah. God said, no, you're going to be able to do this all around. You're going to be able to walk like, I want you to walk like this all around. To tread all around. In fact, it means to tread all around. That is walk at large. Walk at large, but it carries a connotation of especially as proof of ability. Especially as proof of ability. See, I like that because God wants you to live your life proving something. He wants you to live your life proving something. Well, what do you want me to prove? I'm glad you'd ask. Turn over to Romans chapter 12. We're coming back to Ephesians chapter 5, so keep your marker there. That's the little ribbon or your finger there. Praise God. That's, that's your finger. Praise God. Or if the person next to you sleep, just use their finger. They won't know. Praise God. Romans chapter 5. Praise God. No, Romans chapter 12. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If it's a ring on that finger, put it back. Amen. Use somebody else. <laughs> Romans chapter 12. Somebody else got rights on that. Let's look at verse 2. It says, and be not conformed to this world. Remember, he wants us to be conformed into the image of God. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That reason why ye may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. See, that's what we're going to get a chance to prove out in our life. What is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God? The good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Notice it says good and acceptable and perfect will of God. It's not good or acceptable or perfect will of God. God ain't got three wills. God ain't got the permissive will and, you know, he'll let you do it. He don't want you to do it, but he'll let you do it. And then he has a, you know, mediocre will. You know, you, you're getting closer. Praise God. And then, and then finally you make it to the, no, no. God got one will. God ain't schizophrenic. He got one will. So you got, remember, God's a binary God. It's either on or off. It's either right or wrong. God said, I want to give you all. Is anybody hearing me up in here? So God wants us to be able to prove what his will is. See, we're living in a world right now that don't know what the will of God is. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. 
hope you've seen that it really is true. God really does want all of us to be imitators of him. I hope even more that you've been inspired to do what God wants all of us to do. That is, to be more like him so we can live the life that he wants us to do. The kind of life that can only be lived when we're more like God, like he wants all of us to be and do. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to send it out your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassett Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation services available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And since we're talking about coming through, there's something I invite all of you single, unmarried saints out there to do. We invite all the single, unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our G2B. That's our glorified to be uniquely here singles fellowship this Friday evening. It's a monthly single seminar that God's brought here to San Antonio for the single saints here in San Antonio. It's a monthly single seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half your pay to go to. It's free and right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the single saints that's done on the fourth Friday of every month for all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas of all ages come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God That'll help them live successfully in their singleness. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Later on, VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on through and bring a few single saints with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 